You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today I want to talk to you about what you're promising in your marketing. Are you worried about what you're promising in your coaching promotions and feeling a little uncomfortable and possibly like you can't deliver or like you're being a bit dishonest? I want to explain a few basics about messaging, what coaches do, and how to describe your services in a way that's congruent, transparent, and authentic so that you feel really clear and comfortable with what you're promising. Now let's start with a bit of backstory. And this is the backstory to this episode and this issue, I suppose. A lot of coaches that I speak with tell me that they're really worried about making big promises that they can't keep or about giving people the wrong idea. Perhaps that they're promising somebody that they're going to help them get a result and they don't know if they can actually promise that. Some coaches feel like they're not good enough to be able to help the person get the result and they're worried about being able to deliver. And I figured it's really important to talk about this and I want to help you to clear up some of these myths and to solve these challenges once and for all so that you can promote your services confidently, transparently and authentically. Before we launch into this, I want to start with a reminder of what coaches do and don't do just for your own thought processes. And then I want to talk to you about some promotional messaging basics and some examples so that you're really clear on what you are promising and what you're not promising. Then we'll finish with an explanation of how you describe your services, of what health and wellness coaches do and how we work with clients. Just as a bit of an afterthought, but in case somebody asks you those things, it kind of is its own separate episode, which I may record at some point. But let's start with just a quick reminder for you about what what coaches do and what coaches don't do. And just talking about this before we break down any of the marketing copy. Remember that as a coach, you are not treating or administering any therapy to a client that would make you responsible for their results. And you are definitely not promising their results. So let's be really clear on that. As a coach, you're helping people to create the time and space they need to focus on developing habits that, if done consistently, will get them a result that they want. And that's very different. Please keep that in mind as we proceed when we're thinking about how we help people. And also remember that your promotional messaging is not about what you do or how you do it. It's definitely not about you. You need to know how to answer that question if it's asked. And as I mentioned, I'll cover that at the end. But let's be clear that your promotional copy is all about your niche client. It's nothing to do with you. So let's dive in to some promotional messaging basics. I think part of the reason that coaches struggle with their advertising and promotions is they don't really know what to say to attract clients and then explain what they do to those prospective clients. Does that sound familiar? Well, the good, the foundations of good promotional messaging are built on trust and rapport and relationship. And your job in your messaging is to create that trust and relationship and connection with people. And to do that, you need to focus on three foundational points. Maybe you could imagine right now a triangle with those three points. And one point of the triangle 
one part of your message is the niche client's big struggle that they're facing in their words. Because people are searching for an answer to a problem, so you need to talk to the struggle that they have. The second point of the triangle is your niche client's success or vision, what that looks like in their words. And the third part of that triangle is your solution and how it fills the gap between the struggle and the success. So the three points of the triangle are the client's struggle, the client's success, and your solution. It's the three S's if you think of it that way. Your advertising or promotion needs to speak to those three things. And so I think that's where a lot of coaches get caught up They in is in this describing of the problem and the solution. When you do this, it can feel like you might be saying that you're responsible for fixing the problem or creating the results. No, 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 no. That's the first myth I want to clear up. The sole reason that you're describing the niche client's struggle and their success is so that they recognize you as somebody who understands them, what they're going through and what they need. They need to be able to recognize themselves in your words and that makes you very visible and attractive to them. And I want to explain this using a really bland example. It's like me saying, are you wearing a red shirt and white sneakers but you wish you were wearing a fancy black tracksuit? So in this example, it's clear that I am not going to give you a black tracksuit. I'm calling out anybody wearing a red shirt and white sneakers who wishes for something more stylish. So that's kind of an illustration of the first point. Speak to the struggle and the success to show that you understand them. Your marketing copy must cover those two points in the triangle. And all you're doing is helping people to see you to, just so that you're very visible to them. And they're saying, wow, that's me. That's what I'm going through. It's not about you promising that result. It's about you becoming visible. And the next bit is explaining how your solution fills the gaps. Note that this is not about describing what your service is. It's not about you or your service. It's explaining how the service will help them. Let's break that down a bit more so you can get really clear on what your role is in their journey and how to convey that without seeming like you're promising a result. So let's describe how your solution helps. The first thing you need to be clear is that you're helping people to follow a process to get the result they want. You are not promising the result, result itself. You're, you're promising to walk them through a process to get there. That's the first thing to think about. Your clients are going to be the ones who are responsible and accountable for doing the work to get there. You can't follow them home and make it happen, but you can help people get the result by walking them through a process and helping them to stay on track with that. It's very clear that when we want people to be, that we want people to be attracted to the outcome or the result. That's part of the marketing that we discussed just earlier on, speaking to their struggle and their success. And we're just not going to promise to deliver it. We're going to show them the technique or the process for getting there. And then you'll help them to stay accountable to doing the work to get there. And that's the difference. I'd like to begin 
with a fairly benign example once again to illustrate the point. And the example I like to use is dentistry. Let's say that you're a dentist who's also a coach and you're doing a promotion for your dental coaching business. <laughs> you know that you have to make the service sound really appealing. And so you want to talk to the results that your dental clients are going to get. And then you're going to walk them through how they'll get that result by working with you so that it's really clear that you're not responsible for the result, but they are. So think of it this way with this dentist example. Let's say that your dental program promises to help clients to achieve clean white teeth that are free of plaque and holes following a proven three-step process. Sounds good, right? So what is the three-step process? Well, firstly, the dentist is going to make sure that you're accountable to brush your teeth every day, three times a day, following his recommended method. He's also going to make sure that you're accountable to floss your teeth twice a day following his recommended method and at the right time in relation to brushing your teeth. And thirdly, he's going to recommend that you use a specific toothpaste and mouthwash at the time that you're brushing your teeth. We all know these things, right? We all know what to do. We don't know how to do it, which really means how do we fit them into our busy lives and be consistent? So as you can see in this bland example of the dentist, it's a three-step process that anybody can follow. The problem is that most people don't follow the method or aren't sure about the best way to do it or they lack commitment and self-responsibility to keep doing it. And that's why the coaching part is so important. If the dentist was a coach, he'd be helping you to figure out how to make those daily habits happen so that the result would follow. Now, I just used an example of a dentist who has another skill set and he might be teaching you techniques. And this may not be the case for you if you're a coach, but that doesn't matter. It's not the point. The point is there are two or three things that your client must do to get the result they want. And they're having trouble fitting those things into their busy lives. You're going to help them with that process of becoming consistent with those things. I want to use another example now, which is a weight loss example, just to contrast against the dental example. Let's say that your program promises to help clients lose weight by developing a healthier relationship with food based on two proven strategies. That sounds great, but what are the strategies? You might decide that managing portion size and mindful eating are two techniques that are especially useful based on what many of your clients have said. They've all said, I'm struggling with my portion size and I'm rushing my food and I'm eating too much as a result. Those things go together. And if a lot of your clients have been talking about those things, your pro program might include some discussion and resources on managing portion size and how to eat mindfully. If these were two skills that your client was to dedicate time to every week, what would happen? They'd lose weight, right? And your clients may choose to implement these or not in addition to any other weekly goals that they set. The point is that your program helps them to develop new habits related to portion size, mindful eating and anything else that are linked with weight loss and that if done consistently should see weight loss. The weekly goal setting and review process that you follow with a client helps to create the accountability and to help them navigate the obstacles. Maybe they're only doing three days out of five. Why is that? How could they do things differently? Maybe they're not able to do the whole portion size thing every day. There's some barrier to their consistency that is mental or emotional. 
that's another area where you can help them examine their thought processes. So you're not making them eat portion sizes of a certain type. You're not telling them what to do. You're helping them to do it, to fit it in, to overcome the obstacles. You're helping them to follow a process and develop the habits. So as you can see, in this case, the client may or may not have their own tools, but they might like to learn and implement ideas on portion size and mindful eating that will help them to slow down, eat less, and therefore effectively lose weight. So the accountability around action and the developing of actions that can be automated as habits are the secret source. I hope that makes things a lot clearer. So you're, even though your clients may feel like overweight and frumpy and want to lose weight and feel better and you can use those types of things in your promotional copy if it's what your clients are saying the way you help them get there is by implementing the habits that are proven to work it's actually up to your clients to get the result This is actually a fantastic thing because if you are a therapist or you're someone treating or giving advice then there's a lot more weight put on the treatment that you're giving and the effect that it will have. When it's up to the client to do the actions and to fit it in and to be consistent, that's their work and not yours. So the, the shift in responsibility is very clear. Now let's finish up by explaining what you do as a coach. As we've just discussed, it's really important to be clear on using your client's own words in the promotional copy of your program so that they connect with them. But somebody might also say, well, how does health and wellness coaching work? What do you do? And it's important that you have a clear and simple explanation of your role so that you can communicate the value of it. There are many ways to approach this and it's, as I mentioned, a whole separate episode, but let's assume that you want to position yourself as a professional and give some information about the benefits of coaching to the client. That's the rough formula for the statement of what you do, why it's professional and how it benefits the client. Notice once again, it's not about you saying what you do, it's what does it create for the client. In the first instance, when talking about how to position yourself professionally, I might refer you to the Coaching Psychology Manual by Margaret Moore and Bob Shannon Moran, which discusses the fact that coaches facilitate client-directed neuroplasticity. In other words, forming new habits that change the brain. These could be the sorts of words that help you position professionally, or even discussion of the fact that your work is based in coaching psychology and or positive psychology. And these are relevant for setting the scene around what you do. In addition, remember that we're helping clients develop their own foolproof process for change. And it's something that they can enjoy and be consistent with so that their results that they want can be achieved and realized. So you wanna come up with a simple statement based on these things that's relevant to your audience, but is pretty simple. And it could be something like this. It could be shorter than this, but here's an example I might use. Health and wellness coaching is based in coaching psychology and it facilitates neuroplasticity, your brain's ability to change. My role as your coach is not to advise or direct, but to help you achieve the things you're struggling to do on your own. 
When you work with me, I'm going to help you to develop your own foolproof automatic habits and processes around healthy eating or sleep or whatever it is that the client's interested in so that you can do that thing consistently and confidently. I encourage you to think about your own version of that statement as relevant to your niche. You would pick the area that you focus on, whether it be sleeping, stress, or weight management or other sorts of things, and explain that your job is around helping them develop new habits and be consistent with them. So let's sum up what we've talked about today. Firstly, it's clear that marketing and promotional copy is all about your ideal client and it needs to focus on what they want and their story and how your work benefits them. It's not about you. It's really easy to get lost in explaining coaching services or being plagued by the thought of promising something you can't deliver or under-delivering. But as you can see, the thing that clients are stuck with is not related to what to do. They know that already, probably, but how to fit it in. And therefore, your job as a coach is to explain that what you help them with is a process so that they understand, so that your scope of practice is clear and so that your offer is mouthwatering. I hope that's been helpful for you and have a fantastic week. I'll see you next time.